Hey, 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 it's August 12, 2023 on the Saturday. Are we getting a late start? Thanks, Griff, not Ben, my producer. One didn't know and one didn't follow up. So, uh, You're welcome. well, we could, you know, assume responsibility, accountability, but you know how that goes this day and age. Nobody takes that uh, responsibility. It's somebody else's fault. So we know how that goes. All right, my guest today is what we call special. Special, the type A personality <laughs> guest in here. Uh, it's Claire. Hi, Claire. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, she's got a good voice out here. <laughs> Claire uh, plays basketball at Emory University in Atlanta and is awesome. She's our uh, female Harrison Smith in here. She gets after it. So as usual, it lines up with the Wood Gym people, type A personalities. And uh, she definitely has that. <laughs> she's very type A personality. So Claire, I always open up the show with one sentence that's going to shock you, <laughs> is... Uh, when did you know that you were different? You know, that's an interesting question um, because I think there's a lot of different ways you can go with this. But I think, you know, a story kind of like sums it up perfectly for me. Um, so this goes all the way back to kindergarten. Um, kindergarten, Jim uh, was always my favorite, obviously. Um, and so the best days were when they brought out the ropes that you know the, those ropes in the gym that you can climb up um and they have like those little like they help you out when you're a kid you know you climb up those all the way up to the ceiling and then you come back down and so um in gym they had two of these ropes and you could go side by side with someone else and you climb up climb down and then you go to your different station whatever um and so one day I was going um beside this other girl in my class her name was Maggie um didn't have any like beef with Maggie or anything but we were going up the ropes and she was beating me she was going up faster and down faster um and so I get all the way to the top of the gym uh, and you know like the gym ceilings are pretty high um but I get all the way up to the top of the rope and she's already starting on her way down she's about halfway down and so I look at her I look at the ground and I just let go of the rope and like drop all the way down to the floor um and my teacher was very distressed, uh, wasn't quite sure why I did what I did. And she asked me, like, why would you do that? And I was like, well, I wanted to win. And they called my parents in and everything was like, this is alarming to us. She could have gotten seriously hurt. But, you know, my parents were kind of like just very not surprised that I had done that. But I think from that is kind of like my intensity of just like not wanting to lose, just kind of just dropping from the ceiling of a uh, of a gymnasium rope kind of sums it up a little bit. Yeah, because you're supposed to go hand over hand down too, right? But everybody's oh, yeah. so beat. Oh yeah. Well, I'm I'm like I'm like five. Yeah. So after the climb, you just drop down. I'm like five, so like dropping from the ceiling of a gym is probably not the safest thing to do. Yeah, I used to have a rope in my first gym like that, and I had to ditch it because people would take all their energy climbing up and then slide down or drop down, and that yeah. could have been bad for a couple. It wasn't. It wasn't the energy for me. It was just I didn't want to lose. So. Okay. I weighed the, weighed the cost benefit and, you know. So I guess it goes back to what we talk about. Are you born that way or developed that way? Well, you know, in telling this story, I don't remember it too, too well. I mean, I know what happened. But, like, when I did it, it didn't seem like, like, even when, like, she, my teacher, like, called my parents in and told them, like. Like she, it was a bad thing? Like, just that she was alarmed that, like, I had done it and seemed so, like, nonchalant about it and, like, didn't want me to hurt myself. Like, you know. And my parents were just kind of, like, 
no, that doesn't surprise us, you know? So for them, they kind of knew, like, she's ultra competitive from the beginning, just in terms Born of... Born that way. It, it seems as though. I, I mean, mean that's what Louis Simmons is always about, born MFers or not. Well, because me and my brother would always compete growing up just in terms of, like, we'd play, you know, games and even board games, just, like, whatever. And he's just, he's not that way. Yeah, he's competitive, but also, like, he avoids confrontation in that way of, like, my parents had to tell him to stop letting me win some things because, you know, he just didn't want anybody to be mad. And so, like, he's obviously not born that same way. Um, but we were kind of raised in the same environment, so... Right. So there's something, there's something in you. I mean, you're different. I've had you for four years, correct? Correct. Okay. You're one of the most high intense people in here. You demand everything out of yourself and everything out of me. Right. So you squeeze everything out of these workouts. Mm -hmm. Um, At first we thought, oh my gosh, she's an only lonely because I'm I'm surrounded (laughs) by only lonely. She's dying. And this is straight facts. I don't know if I ever told you this is... Man, she and people would come up and go, Man, she really needs all your attention. You know, hit she, Marlo, everybody else is 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 vibing for your attention. And it took me a while to figure out that wasn't the case. The no, case yeah. is you wanted to be precise and everything had to be done right. There's a level of just like perfectionism in it. Yes. Um yes. and you know, just like holding myself because I mean I'm like, I'm not gonna come in here and do all of this spend the time and not try and get the most out of it. I try and, like, maximize my time and everything that I do. Um, so, like, it makes me... Like, and we mean everything <laughs> she does. Right. So it's like if I'm doing a workout, why not do it right, you know? Like, just go yeah. through the motion. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're going to do it, just, like, make sure it's right. Right, you know? right. And you just take it to... I guess you would say take it to a level, another level, but... Shouldn't everybody do that? So why do you have to be pinned as taking it to another level? Right. And, you know, there's definitely, like, pros and cons to to it. You know, like, it's definitely, like, better. Like, it's good in some ways to be able to, like, not be so intense in every area. But right. also, like, greatest strengths can be greatest weaknesses. 100. So, you know, like, it's helped me get to where I need to be athletically and, you know, in the classroom things like that but also like it does also translate into like when you're on vacation it's hard to take a break and things like that and so it's it's a give and take for sure do you think it's you know because i deal with a lot of different individuals throughout the day do you think it's about control also definitely to extent yeah i mean i think everybody has some level of like Every my dad likes to say everybody has their things, you know. Um, some people's are they have fixations on one thing. Some people have fixations on another, and I think like control plays into that uh, for everybody. You know, some people control want to control their schedules. Some people want to control their you know what they do at their work. You know, things like that. Some people fixate on different things, and so I think in a sense like wanting to have like control of a situation and feel comfortable is ideal but ultimately you can't like grow past that if you're never uncomfortable you may you know what i mean yeah i mean you have to be uncomfortable to grow right right yeah so but that rolls over to everything through the day for you right 
Right. I mean. Like, you know where you're eating lunch today and what you're eating. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, there's there's people who don't like, I, I'm a planner, you know, that that rolls into, like, school, that rolls into, like, workouts, eat, like, diet, things like that. Like, I just like to plan and then I don't have to think about it. You know, I don't want to have to, like, like my mind can go somewhere else, if that makes sense, if I have a plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you have a schedule through the day. Do you make your schedule at night for the next day or in the next day you make the schedule? Do you write it down or is it in your head? I started out like with school writing it down. But, you know, as I've gone on, I just kind of like go in my head and just kind of like plan out. And ultimately, like things don't always go exactly according to plan. But um, I feel like for me, having that like general guideline of like how I want my day to go, like it it usually helps me like structure my time and like get my things done that I need to get done. Right. So um, going with the flow and adapt and adjust, if it's probably hard for you. Oh, definitely. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And that's something that I've had to learn, like through college, especially like, you know, you're not always on your schedule. And so, and with the basketball too, like traveling, like you don't always exactly get to do exactly what you want to do. Um, and so it's definitely like if I can have things go exactly according to my plan, I'm going to do it 100 percent. Right. But, you know, I, that's not realistic. So it's something that, you know, I have to work on every every day sort of thing. So the structure of college you actually like because, you know, your your days, your 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 schedule, correct? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I like the. Struct- I like having structure and like having a routine, but like even outside of when school's like not in session, things like that, I, I establish a different routine for the job I'm working or, you know, whatever I'm doing during the summer, things like that. So my routine might look different in school or not in school, but I still try to mimic that kind of routine with the things that I'm doing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So do you have what we have on the wall, a calendar? Do you have calendar? Do you have goals? Do you have dates? Do you know what you're doing through September to October to November? And, you know, coming into your fifth year of basketball at mm-hmm. Emory, um, have you set – I'm assuming you've set other goals for how you want to perform on right. the court, correct? Right. It might surprise you, but I actually don't have, like, a calendar or, like, a big schedule that, like, I write down everything on. I use the little, like, calendar app on your – on your like computer or phone to put like the big things like a test or I have my game schedule in there and things like that. Um, but I don't have like a calendar where I like write down, like do this at this time, like homework assignment due. It's only like the big things. Um, and in terms of goals, like I definitely have goals set out for on the court and off the court for this year. And our coach is very, very good about like, um, those having those conversations early on with each individual setting team and individual goals. Um, and so I think that she's gotten all of us in the habit of doing that to where it just becomes like normal. Even if you don't write it down, you already have those aspirations like in your head and you're working towards them. Yeah. So, so the structure to, to a flow state, because flow state is a mm. huge thing on podcasts from what I'm listening to is like, let it flow when time is right, God's time and God's plan. And then you find most of my, especially my female athletes are so structured with their same routine, mm. like the same routine of the time you get up, 
Right. What you eat for breakfast, what time you leave to come here. Oh, yeah. To planning out your lunch, to what you're going to have for dinner mm-hmm. and your, your day. So would you th- would you think that more people need more structure in their life? Because I find with social media, everything is entrepreneurship, free flow, and not. But if you really look at the people that are successful, they actually keep to a structure and keep have a plan. Right. I think that having a plan, having a structure helps you stay more grounded. It's kind of something that you can rely on day to day. Um, I know that, you know, more creative types tend to be those people who can live kind of in that state of flow. Um, and I think that helps them with their craft, too, as well. Um, but like, there are certain people whose minds work on that structure and are in occupations that have that kind of structure as well. So I think that even if you're living in the state of flow, I feel like there's still kind of like a state of structure within the flow Mm -hmm. that you don't really recognize. Um, and so like, I think it's forcing someone to have more structure when they like don't identify that way might be counterproductive for them. But I think it's important to, like, recognize where the structure is within that and, like, keep doing the things that are, like, beneficial to you. Because you can have, like, a scheduled, like, structure set up, but that's, like, like, maladaptive for you. Right. Um, So you need to identify when you need to change your structure up, too. That's a good point. Yeah. So so now you're going on – you're taking your fifth year, you're – Want to be a doctor. Yes. So this summer has been all about applying and, and writing for med school, right. correct? Correct. So again, that's another goal of mm-hmm. when did you want to be a doctor? So that kind of started, I would say I've always liked science in school. So like it's always kind of been in the back of my mind. Um, I kind of grew up wanting to be a teacher originally. Um, I'd say it really changed in high school. Um, I had a lot of family members with um, – like neurodegenerative diseases and, you know, Parkinson's was in my family, things like that. So kind of witnessing my family members go through things like that um, made me more and more interested in, like, getting involved in things like that. And then the more I learned, the more classes I took, I saw that that's kind of where my brain was geared towards. And that was more evident in college for sure. Wow. Wow. So this is going to be our last kick-butt summer for sport so what does it look like next summer when you're finished with basketball will you train this intense will you train with the same schedule the same you know it's talking to other athletes it's very hard from what i've heard like the transition from being an athlete to no longer being an athlete and having to kind of figure out how you're going to mimic that competitive nature that you just naturally have in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to say that, yeah, like I'll just be able to work out to feel good, to move, but I know myself and I know that like, I'm going to still like, I, I love coming to the gym. Like I love pushing myself and like working out like this. So like, I know it's going to look different because I'm not going to have the time that I have now. And, you know, I'm going to go straight in from master's to med school, hopefully. So um, the time is going to look different. But I think that I'm still going to have to find like an outlet of like how to push myself to the same extent in the time that I have without basketball, you know. Well, they do that sport now that everybody does called pickleball. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> when I worked in an orthopedic clinic, we had so many pickleball injuries coming. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, because I'm not a pickleball fan, so yeah, I think it. I'm it not. Re- I'm not really good at it, to be honest. Yeah, I think it it reduces your your athleticism and your movement <laughs> to just standing there playing giant ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. It's, it's a bigger ping pong and a smaller tennis. It's crazy. It's like on CBS Sports on Saturday. <laughs> it gets intense, that's for sure. Everybody's drinking around it and it's 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 bizarre. Who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll pick that up. Oh, please don't. <laughs> for the love of God. All right, I'm gonna wrap it up. Claire Barrett has been waiting um patiently and I, I, I thank you for that and um you know I love you. I think you're the best. You're like another daughter to me here, and I think I'm the only one that actually gets you. Yeah. And uh, understands what you're doing and how your mind thinks. So it's no, going to be different next summer for it's sure. It's going to be different. This place has like totally changed my outlook on, you know, fitness and working out and just found a community here and it's been so great. And I know I can always come back, but um very, very thankful for what this gym has done. No, I'm thank, thank that. What, four years. I know. Four Tw- years. Uh, started during, let's see. March of 2020, I believe. Yeah. And she's the type of person that you have to, like, get in a yelling match of taking a day off <laughs> because she doesn't want to. She's that driven. Hit tomorrow. I'll take tomorrow off. How about that? that yeah. That'd be <laughs> Can I take tomorrow off? I don't think so. All right, Claire Bear. I love you and uh, enjoy your Saturday. And good luck in med school. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, sweetie.